0: You're listening to Living Better in San Diego. I'm Vicki Pepper. According to AAA, flights, tours, car rentals, and hotel bookings are up over 200% from last year. If you're thinking of bringing Fido with you on a flight or road trip, Dr. Jose Arce, president of the American Veterinary Medical Association, has some tips to help keep your pets safe. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me, Vicky. Dr. Arce, start by telling us how should we prep our pets for a road
1: trip? Even before we do that, one thing we want to make sure is make sure that Taking your pet with you is the right thing to do. I know pets are part of our families, and we want to bring them everywhere we go with the family. But it's not so simple. There's a lot to think about before you bring your dogs on vacation. You know, some dogs get really stressed. They could get lost. So once you decide that you will be doing it, then definitely prepare ahead of time. If you're going on a road trip, don't just do it for the first time. Get your dog accustomed to to being on the car. Get your dog accustomed to being on a kennel. If you're going to go on a plane, make sure you get a reservation for the pet, too. Because the places fill up. They only have limited quantities. They have a couple in first class and like three or four in, in coach, depending on the airline. So make sure we, we do that with ample time so we have the opportunity to bring the pet with us.
0: And then, how can we keep our pets calm and happy while in the car
1: or truck? Good question. First thing, you know, make sure, you know, if they're in the car and truck and you're gonna be there for hours, you know, make sure they have things to get distracted. If your dog happens to be, you know, a dog that suffers from anxiety, or your cat suffers from anxiety or has problems being on a kennel, make sure you talk to your veterinarian because there's different medications we can use. I hate to use sedatives because it can affect their body temperature regulation and can also affect them if they have, you know, cardiac or respiratory illnesses. But there's certain uh, anxiety medications that we can use. But, you know, it's something that you should decide together with your veterinarian according to what your dog or cat has.
0: And what's the best way to find a veterinarian when on the
1: road? Make sure that you, wherever you're going, you get a list of veterinarians. Your own veterinarian can help you with that. We have information about different veterinarians in different areas of the country through the AVMA. We have a list of veterinarians. So once you know you're going to X city, we can get, help you find out in case you have an emergency, especially if you have a pet that suffers from something and, you know, you, it's on specific medications or, you know, suffers from, let's say, uh, seizures and and they have one during the trip. You know, you want to go to a veterinarian quickly, make sure that everything's okay. So finding ahead of time the nearby veterinarian is a good idea.
0: Earlier, you mentioned flying with our pet. What do we need to know before that kind of travel?
1: Like I said, first, check with the Airlines. Besides, you know, reserving a space, they have certain restrictions on breeds and size. Certain breeds are not allowed to fly in some airlines. Some of what we call the brachycephalic breeds, you know, with the flat noses, like pugs, like some of the uh, boxers. Once you know you that your pet can travel, make sure you go to the You veterinarian. They need to have their vaccines up to date, and they need to issue a certificate of veterinary inspection which they have to do within 10 days of travel, no longer than that. And what should we pack for emergency travel? The first thing, like I mentioned before, if your pet has certain conditions, make sure you have ample medication throughout your travel. If your pet is in a special diet, let's say kidney disease or renal, I mean, or liver disease, make sure you have a small bag with you. You never know where you're gonna go if they're gonna have the type of food that your pet requires. Other than that, you know, make sure your pet is identified well, if it's going on a kennel on a plane, make sure it needs to have a sticker with the pet information. It needs to, that needs to have an arrow pointing up where the kennel sitting up straight. Other things to bring, collar, leashes, a harness, a little blanket or, or, or a bed, and some toys, uh, definitely to distract them, and, and the food and water dishes.
0: I'm speaking with Dr. Jose Arce, president of the American Veterinary Medical Association. Since we've got you on the line, Dr. Arce, I'd like to ask you some general questions about owning a pet, if that's okay. Yes, of course. How can we choose the best pets for our families? The
1: first thing I would look at is where you live. You know, if you live in an apartment versus where you live in a house with a nice garden, you know. Pets, depending on the breed, some of them need more exercise than others. Let's say you you live in an apartment, you need a breed that's not so active, that needs to be exercised or running, you know, half an hour a day, a couple times a day. Like, for example, an Australian Shepherd, which is a very energetic dog. And if he doesn't get exercise regularly, he's going to have trouble adjusting to an apartment. The other thing is, is there are anybody allergic in the house? If that's the case, I would definitely recommend a dog with curly hair because they're the ones that shed the least and cause less allergies to people that can have allergies to the pet dander. And the other thing is, I always recommend go to your local shelter. There's a lot of good pets, beautiful pets, looking for a home. And, you know, we're giving them an opportunity and you're saving lives.
0: And now that lockdown restrictions are lifting and we're out and about more, how can we socialize our dogs?
1: Very question. Two things that are very important, you know, when when you are raising a puppy is socialization and basic training. And socialization is basically the process of adapting, getting your dog or cat adapted to a new place, to new people, to other pets in the household. And it's something that just like people, you know, some, some people are just really quick to a new place. And, you know, like a kid, you, you change school, some kids take longer. So the same thing with pets. We want to go slowly with getting them adjustments and, and don't force them. Some pets will adjust really quickly and, you know, the socialization process will be short. Other pets might need, you know, a month or two before they get adjusted. Don't force them. Use positive reinforcement, like treats, uh, when they do something well. And when they do something you don't like. Don't be too uh, aggressive. Some people say, oh, let's grab a newspaper and make noise or him in the back. No, just change your voice and, you know, tell them no with a different voice. When they do something well, you do the opposite. You praise them, give them a treat, you know, have a nice, oh, good puppy, you know. (sighs) It's just positive reinforcement versus negative reinforcement. It works very well, but it's not something that happens overnight. Some pets take longer than others. Why are nutrition and exercise so important? Well, nutrition and exercise are mega important. We, we know the importance of the human-animal bond and we want our pets to live with us forever. We know that people that live with pets live longer, healthier lives and exercise is the same thing as for us. A good diet, regular exercise will help your pet live longer and healthier life. And the other thing is it's a win-win situation because it helps us. If we have a dog and and we walk twice a day within half an hour. We are doing exercise. They're doing exercise. So we're helping each other.
0: And why is it so important to spay and neuter our pets?
1: Oh, spay and neuter is, is mega important because of the a lot of things, a lot of diseases that you can prevent. We know that mammary cancer is one of the most common cancers in pets and by spaying, you know, your dog, you will prevent it. And, you know, we we recommend you do it early during the first year of life, depending on on the size of the dog. Some of the larger giant breeds, we might recommend that you spay them later in the year where, you know, the smaller breeds, you can spay or neuter as early as three months. And definitely, we know there's other, just not mammary cancers, there's other cancers there's problems in males with uh, prostate problems that we can prevent by spaying neuter.
0: And with the 4th of July coming up, what are some ways that we can keep our pets from freaking out over fireworks
1: and bolting out of our yards? Definitely keep it inside if possible. Keep it in a place where you can have something that might mask the outside noises. Have them in a room with a with music or TV, with people, ideally. I, I know we all want to watch the fireworks, but some pets really, really suffer those noises, their hearing is, is five times our hearing. So imagine how some people feel about fireworks. Because in some people, they really get bothered by the noise. With dogs and cats, it's much worse because they really, really have a good hearing, and it's something that they really get stressed. Some of them escape and they get lost. They're never found again, or, or they escape from the house and they get hit by a car. So there's a lot of things that can happen, and Most dogs don't like fireworks, and for me, it would be trying to keep them, you know, in an area where they can hear the fireworks at a lower volume. And I also encourage cities to start using fireworks with lower noises. There's a lot of fireworks out there. A lot of cities around the countries are using. Uh, laser shows instead of, uh, of the regular fireworks. So this, I think this is something that's changing and, and hopefully we'll see that in the future.
0: I've been speaking with Dr. Jose Arce, president of the American Veterinary Medical Association. Any last thoughts for us? No,
1: I think you covered everything. I think, you know, pay and neuter your dog, keep the vaccine uh, regularly, and whenever there's something, call you veterinarian. But whenever there's something wrong with an animal, we want to find what it is Early, so we can do something about it if, if we wait too long you know it, we might not be able to help you much
0: i don't know if you can hear her i'm working from home today and my cat pickle is here with me and she is very appreciative of everything
1: that you have just said oh thank you thank you i i love cats too i have three cats i live in an apartment here in san juan and i have three cats and three dogs so yeah that's part of my life and yeah <laughs> I, I couldn't see my house without animal. Well, thank you
0: so much for talking with us today. And thank you for helping us provide the best care we can for our furry friends. Thanks, Mickey. Take care. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.